We are, folks. We are live. It is Thursday. <laughs> Another day. Another day. What a great day it is. A little cloudy and rain here. 100% chance of rain today, which is kind of unusual because they really don't always say, don't very often say 100% chance of rain. Uh, but that's what we got today. I'm Tom Young. We're here with podcast Money Shifts and Facebook Live that we do every day, Monday through Friday, to brighten your day, inspire you, encourage you to grow so that you can contribute more to society in the future. This is really about personal growth. Uh, It's about financial success, physical well-being and health. All of these pieces are integral to what we are talking about here. As we start every day, we will start again today with prayers. We pray for everyone who has been impacted in some way, shape or form by this China virus, this COVID stuff that is going on around us. The vaccines are getting out there and more and more people are getting vaccinated. It's just going to be a while yet, but we are seeing daylight at the end of the tunnel. Again, prayers for everybody that has been impacted, and I believe that's got to include pretty much everybody. We also pray for those who have lost loved ones during this period of time. We also pray for the loved ones that that have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom is heaven above for the peace and serenity that is theirs because of. With that being said, let's move on today. And, and uh, you know, it's amazing as things go on. I want to talk about several things today. I'm going to start a new project today. We're going to have a word of the day. And, and this is another new book that, that I just finished reading. You know, leadership begins with motivation, and that's the word today, motivation. We'll talk more about that as we go on. Uh, The topic for today was nostalgia for mental tone. Now, what, what nostalgia for mental tone? Well, what does nostalgia mean? You know, you have some nostalgic feeling for something in the past. Nostalgia for a mental tone. Now we're still back to talking about the thinking muscle. Remember, you know, I talk about this every day, about thinking better, thinking differently than you thought in the past. Always remember, you know, if you do what everybody else has done, meaning the average, what everybody else did or has done, you end up with the average of what everybody else got. If that's what you're looking for, God bless you. But it wasn't what I was looking for. It's not what I'm looking for now. And it's what I believe you are not looking for. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on here. You wouldn't be listening to me every day. I mean, I am absolutely blown away by the number of people that are now following me in my little talks every day and the little stories that I put out uh, and, and all of this stuff. And, and this book, Psycho-Cybernetics, here it is, somewhere, 
There it is. Psycho-cybernetics. And, 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 you know, when we're talking about this no, nostalgia tone, and, and I want to find it here, and, and nostalgia for mental tone. An important aspect of relaxation is to yearn for mental, emotional tone. Well, what do I mean by that? That means the calmness of not being messed up, for the, you know, thinkingly. You, 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 you are calm, you are relaxed, and, and, and that leads to a strong mental tone. Being secure in yourself, liking yourself, liking the person that looks back in the mirror. You have to realize that you are truly a child of God. There is not another one like you on the planet among the six billion plus people on the planet. There are no two that are exactly alike. You are unique. You are created and each of us has, I believe, a unique ability. But you must work to evolve and find that unique ability. That will lead you to your purpose in life. Remember the two dates, the day you were born, the day you figured out why. It, it is so important to not give up and continue to challenge yourself to find that. You know, this this the word of today, you know, motivation is, is a unique word. And, and I'm going to read the definition, okay? It says it's a noun. The reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. The general desire or willingness of someone to do something. Strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will. That's Mahatma Gandhi. Motivation is a desire to take action. Willpower is taking action. True leadership begins with motivation, and, and it's really kind of unique. There are 24 hours in a day. That means that each day contains 1,440 minutes. And regardless if you're, you're, the person is young or old, rich or poor, black or white, whatever, that person has the same number of minutes in that day as any other soul on the planet. The difference between successful people, leaders, and unsuccessful people, label, the, label them any way you want to label these people, is in how they use the minutes in their day. Take television, for example. According to a 2014 Nielsen report, adults in the U.S. watch an average of five hours of television a day. Even a person who chooses to watch television for an hour a day over the course of a year has committed 365 hours that year, the equivalent of 45 work days to watching television. There's other examples here. I'm not going to go on. But see, it's really about making a decision on who you are and who you want to be. Who do you want to be? What are your unique abilities? I mean, when I meet new people, I always ask them what I refer to as the DOS, the DOS question. 
what dangers do you see in your life in the near future, the next one, two, three years? What dangers do you perceive lay ahead of you? And then the next question is, what opportunities do you see that you are motivated to take action and take advantage of those opportunities that lay before you? And the third one, what are your strengths? Every day, human being, husband and wife, couple, what are your strengths that can be further enhanced and improved going forward? So it's just a lot of questions, folks. But what I learned a long time ago about coaching, coaching people is not telling them what to do. It's asking them questions. You already have the answers. You know the answers to the questions, but you haven't stood up and taken the responsibility for answering the questions for yourself. Remember I said, motivation is the desire for action. Willpower is the action being taken. We have to take action, whatever it is that you want in your future. You have to do something to get it. There was an interesting thing. I, I, I got off, I was watching TikTok on, on the internet. And, and this gal come on there and she talked about her divorce and her two kids. And after she got through the divorce and everything, she was at the bottom of the rope. She started working and making minimum wage and the minimum wage she earned, minimum wage, allowed her to pay the electric, the gas, and buy food for her and her kids. And in that, she was motivated to improve. She advanced at work, and now is an electrical, electrical IT professional from education and gain that she's had. And she makes substantial income now, more than she needs for the basics, and now she can actually enjoy her life but it would it took work it took action the gal decided to do something that's what faces us you have to make a decision to do something to move forward you know i i always talk i hear speakers sometimes they say well i'm a motivational speaker well i i don't believe you could motivate anybody motivation comes from inside you it's what you do to encourage yourself. I can hopefully inspire you with something I said or an example that I used or a story that I shared. I can inspire you. But the motivation is still up to you. And it starts with a positive mental attitude. It starts with how you think about you, how you think about life, how you think about things. Do you have a positive expectation about life? Are you expecting success? And it isn't going to come without failure because it said very simply, people that are successful fail their way to success. If you never have a failure, you never learn about what not to do. So failure 
is a learning experience in and of itself. It's the way we learn how to be better by. We learn how what not to do. It's what it comes down to. So with that being said, I think we're good to go. I, I want to I end today. I talked yesterday about the debt of the government, and, and I want to talk now about derivatives. In 2008, what most people know is they believe the banks melted down. That's, that's what they believe happened. Well, how did that happen? Well, little story. Bill Clinton in 1999 made a directive to the banks that you will loan money to the people over there. And the people over there are generally the people that don't make their payments, they're not good credit risk. But he said, if you don't make loans to those people, mortgage loans to those people, we're gonna call it discrimination and come after you. So there were mortgages that were loaned to people by the millions of people that weren't credit worthy, they were undocumented illegals in our country, etc., and, and making mortgage. Now the mortgage company, Countrywide was the main program of this through the government. I mean, Countrywide is not part of the government, but it works with the government. And they were making unbelievable amount of fees. I mean, if you ever got a mortgage, you ever look at the fees, the closing and all the fees that are associated with a mortgage. So they were making a fortune on fees and what they were doing. But it wasn't very long that they realized that the mortgages, the bank started to realize the mortgages they were making weren't real credit worthy. So they made a decision to start bundling up those mortgages and sell them to Wall Street firms that packaged them together and marketed them as a bond type investment. These are all mortgages. These are class A mortgages and, and these are great investments. So people put a lot of money in those. Well, all of a sudden, some of the mortgages started to default and, and everything else. So a company called AIG, which is a very, very big company, investment firm, insurance company, they have several different sections of that company. And they come up with an idea to sell insurance on those portfolios that were put together that were starting to crumble. In other words, the mortgages weren't so good, so they were defaulting. So they were called credit default swaps. Let me say it again, credit default swaps. So the investment firm paid AIG a fee, and if a mortgage defaulted, AIG took the mortgage and, and made the portfolio whole. Well, that left AIG with all these mortgages. They again bundled them together and they sold them again as a more higher risk type of investment, but they were sold again. Now, the problem was, was the default became so big that it caused AIG to be on the edge of default. And the government deemed that AIG, a private corporation, an investment firm, that had made a very bad investment decision was too big to fail. So the government decided to bail them out with $85 billion of our money. Now at that time, I'm going to round this out. At that time, th there were derivatives 
of 618 trillion individual derivatives. 618 trillion. And in 2008, the crash of the banks was caused by less than one quarter of 1% of those derivatives. And today, guess what? Today we still have six to seven hundred trillion of these derivatives still on the books. The government passed Dodd-Frank law, said that was going to fix the problem, but yet here we are, we're still sitting in the same position. The government is over leveraged to the point of 125% of our GDP. I don't know what's going to happen, folks, but the future is not looking bright and cheery. And if you don't have control of your money and have control of your debt and have no consumer debt and credit card debt, you, you could be in for some very, very bad times. I'll leave it go there. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the big booksellers. You can communicate with me through Facebook here and buy it through me. I'll send you an autographed copy. Pay for it through PayPal and a credit card. You can also go to cfo-project.com. There it is, cfo-project.com. Put in your email address and you will get an instant link to a free download of the book cover to cover. Full copy of the book, download it on your computer, on your phone, and read it there. You can also go to firstconsultantsinc.com and, and over here, the other book, my other book, Life Insurance Will It Pay When I Die is also a free book. Going here and, and registering on the site and you can get that book over there. You know, folks, I, I have been doing this now well over a year, almost a year and a half. I, I, I enjoy doing it and please, Send me a note, send me a kudo. Let me know that I make sense. I would really greatly appreciate that. Follow me, go on the Facebook, be a follower, okay? The Family Money Farm Group, our, our membership is growing there. I posted a little talk there yesterday by Danzel Washington. It was a great, great uh, presentation, or I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey. It was a great, great talk that he did. It was only three, four minutes long, but, but we have to take responsibility for ourselves. We have to make the initiative to change our future. If you don't like where you're at, something has to change and it's probably you. Now, remember I pointed at you, three fingers are pointing back at me. So I'm not done changing either. I still have to change more and I work at that every day. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow again at noon. Tomorrow's Friday. I'll see you then. God bless.